Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Zach Ferris. He's the co-founder of Coplex. He's a tech executive, speaker, contributor for Entrepreneur Magazine, and he's all around an entrepreneur in spirit and in heart. Zach, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me, Christopher. So let's just dive right in. What was the moment that you thought or realized, or maybe it was a series of moments where you're like, oh, I, I like this entrepreneurship world or this business world. Was there a moment that you can share with us? I'd probably take it back to college. I, um, I became, a, a, I took up a, an option in entrepreneurship when I was running a, a business. Uh, and when I, when I started getting involved in the entrepreneurship program at the university, I uh, had the opportunity to go to a few different conferences. So the, the school paid for me to go to the Inc 500 conference and um, a group called the Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization Conference. And I, I, that's really when I got the bug. And what was it about the, those conferences that, that really sparked your interest? It was, it was interesting. So I'd been running a business since I was like 15, but I, I never would have told anyone I was an entrepreneur. I honestly, I didn't, don't even think I knew how to spell entrepreneur. I was, I looked at it as more of a, um, call of a, a side hustle. And when, uh, when I, when I got to the opportunity to go to these conferences, everyone sort of identified me as a young entrepreneur. They're like, what you're doing is you're running a business. This isn't just a, this isn't side work. This, you're running an actual company here. Uh, so I think that's when, when I started to realize there's a larger community of, of, of both younger entrepreneurs as well as entrepreneurs that get together to talk about this stuff and think about this and, and talk about growth. I think that's really when I, when I got the bug. And let's talk about that specifically. I want to just stress that for our listeners relative to that. When someone recognized or saw you as that, then you're like, oh, wow, because some people don't see themselves as things, whether it's entrepreneurship or innovative or creative. But as soon as someone recognizes that, all of a sudden you have this, this awareness. So that's a point that I want our listeners to know that sometimes in your case, someone just told you, hey, Zach, you're, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur. And other times people, I, I hear it all the time. I, I literally... I had this one guest, she's like insanely talented, had this insane pedigree with the schools they went, she went to and the companies and she didn't see that she had expertise to be hired as a speaker. Whereas I'm like, what are you talking about? So I just want our listeners to know that sometimes you actually have the skill sets or the experience and you don't even recognize it in yourself. So that's, a, that's an important point to mention, Zach. Now, you have started and founded this company called Coplex. Talk to us about, about that and how that came about. Yeah, so the, the company, uh, it, it actually started as an innovation studio. Uh, so it was uh, at the time when, when uh, my, my co-founder and I started Coplex, it actually um, you know, spun out of a company called Cyplex, which was the predecessor of Coplex. And that was a, an LA-based digital innovation studio. So Ilya, um, actually the founder of Pluto TV, he got bought by Viacom for $340 million last year. Um, Ilya brought me on to take over the, as, as a CEO of Coplex of at the time Cyplex in 2012. And then we, we rebranded and relaunched the company as Coplex. Um, but when I got involved, we were a, a digital innovation studio. And in 2012, being in that kind of studio innovation space, it was getting pretty quickly commoditized. So we, uh, well, let's we knew just break we, it down for the listeners. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean by digital innovation? Just to be super simple. Imagine you're talking to a fourth grader. Yeah. Yeah. So someone that's got some kind of an innovation product or technology idea and they need help building it. 
Um, so we worked with entrepreneurs as well as corporations that had, call it app ideas, um, technology ideas, product ideas, that sort of thing. And why did you call it Coplex? Uh, Coplex means, co means together, and plex means pieces. So we, we saw this kind of bringing together the pieces of the, of the innovation, uh, kind of the, the overall, uh, you know, the, the innovation components, bring them together. Cool. And what do you feel that you most enjoy about this process? Because if it's all about innovation and startups, whatnot, we had another earlier guy talking about startups in the Bay Area and he, he's like, it's super stressful, but I love it. So for you, what, what do you love about the process of, of building companies or just being in a company itself? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, uh, I think it's incredible on when we have these new, these new tools that, that emerge, uh, things like, like technology and software as a service and marketplaces and IoT and 5G. And when you have these new technologies that emerge, I think it opens up a new world of, of, of possibility for creation. Uh, and you can, you know, there's problems in all these, these industries that we're in that, that can be solved by those. So it's, I think it's just really uh, the creation process, I think, is really interesting. And, and then the investment side of it is really what, uh, what's caught my interest from day one. It's how do we, how do we actually capture a piece of, of equity in these, these innovation projects that we're, we're a part of. And let's talk about that. So the, the more the VC world you're talking about, like identifying certain companies that you want to invest in? Yeah, that's right. So we, what we had with Coplex when I took it over was a, you know, a, a machine that could build startups and technology companies. And the thing we had wrong was we were charging, uh, we went out and we were, we were monetizing it with selling hours. And when I took over the business, we shifted to a startup studio business model, which basically allowed us to capture a piece of equity uh, in each and every one of the, the, the technology companies we were building with entrepreneurs and with corporate partners. Cool. Any specific stories you want to share that you can really dive into just briefly? Yeah, I think uh, one of the, the recent examples, we, um, we, we brought a, um, well, yeah, a recent timely example. We built, helped build a company called Smile Virtual. So they're a tele-dentistry company. And as you can probably imagine during COVID, uh, tele-dentistry actually became something that was, that was uh, you know, a, a really important component to keep these dental practices alive. Um, so about two years ago, we brought the company to market. It was a napkin idea stage concept. And um, they today are doing you know, well over 100000 a month in recurring revenue. And um, they've got a, you know, a team of about a dozen people. And they're, they're, about, to go, um, they're about to go raise some, some venture capital. So I think that's a kind of a recent, timely example. We identified an opportunity, built a company around it, and, and captured a piece of the, uh, the equity interest in the business. Nice. I'm still curious about the why. Like, again, you build a company, you sold a company, you're on a company. And, and so is it just, you just want to, I mean, you speak the language of VCs and the startups, but I mean, what excites you and what it like inspires? I'm just very curious. Cause again, mm -hmm. like, what, what, what like puts a big smile on your face? I mean, is it as simple as, well, I like to invest in companies so I can make more money or like what, what drives you if you at a certain point of, of monetization what else is there? I mean, what, what, what motivates you beyond the, the, Oh yeah. Okay. I got 10% into, okay. So, but what about the, the purpose behind it, the mission, or does that even matter mm -hmm. to you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, entrepreneurship and innovation in, in, in my in a worldview, I, I, I see entrepreneurship and innovation as a tool to bring our, our world closer together. Um, there's, there's nothing more powerful than when you, when, when you're kind of in this creation process and you're able to, to build a team and, 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 you know, go, go solve a problem and go potentially change the world. There's, there's nothing more, um, 
Uh, there's nothing that brings people together better than innovation and entrepreneurship. So at, at scale, I'd love to, to use this as a, as, a, as a tool, as a platform to, to bring our world closer together and get, get a little bit more uh, diversity and collaboration. But is, so you're saying that bringing people to close together is a good thing? Like the Googles, Facebooks, Instagrams, you, you, that's a good thing for you. When you say bringing, bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so think of uh, you know the, the the founding team of a startup, and then the you know the team that they start to develop over time. I think you know on, entrepreneurship and innovation it, it it gives everyone the the ability to go and and, and build a company. And when you build a company, it, it, you know you can you can bring together a diverse team and 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 get people helping from all over the world, and you can you can you know, join and join in arms, lock in arms, and actually build build something together. I think that that just brings um, that plays a part in bringing everyone together. Nice. Very cool. Any final thoughts that you want to share? Let's say someone really wants to start a company. They're scared. They're afraid. They don't know where to start. What, what are some suggestions you might have a book to read or, or videos to share any, any specifics, just more like, you know, basic pointers for people that might want to start their own company. Yeah. So over the past, like 20 years, what we've seen is really the democratization of building tech companies. So it used to be really expensive. It used to take a long time, it used to require a lot of, you know, big network. And today you can pretty much start a tech company in, in a half an hour without knowing how to write a line of code. You can start a tech company. So things have gotten relatively democratized. So I'd, I'd check out the book, uh, the book, The Lean Startup. It's, I mean, it's been popular for a long time now, but for a new entrepreneur, I think Lean Startup gives you a, a playbook that helps you take a concept and bring it to market quickly and capital efficiently. Nice. Zach, thanks again for being on our podcast. Have a, have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Christopher. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.